Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 166, recorded live on Saturday, August 14th, 2010. And here are your hosts, the man who is flying to PAX, Dave Pillay. Hi. Our guest this week, who most definitely is driving to PAX, Mo Fwacky. Hey, hey, hey. And your other co-host, who is selling his PAX Pass, Andy Lowe. Hi. At market value or at original value? Market value, which currently right now is sitting right around 110 to about 150. You mean 110 wow. to 250? You haven't I, looked at all of the, uh, <laughs> the Craigslist I, postings. I have not. Let's see right now. PAX 2010 items needed. Looking for a three-day pass. My yeah. For sale, three packs, three day pass, two hundred and twenty bucks. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's out of yeah. it's out of hand. Packs, three day pass or Saturday pass for hundred and hundred and fifty for a set. God, I gotta contact these people. <laughs> One guy uh, was like gonna trade his laptop with wait it was, it was his laptop with an HD DVD drive and like ten HD DVD movies. It's like a two year old laptop. Yes, but for it's a H- pass. for HD DVD. Yeah, which still plays DVDs. Yeah. yeah, and and he is giving the only HD DVD movies that will probably still be in existence in five years with them. Some of them were good. Some of them were crap. So I might have an extra pass. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are terrible. Well, because I ordered two and then I ordered a media and and yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Dave, you're flying into PAX again. Yeah, this would pay for most of my ticket actually. (laughs) Wow. What time are you getting in on Thursday? Uh, I'm not. You're not? No, it's in early, early, early Friday morning. Plane lands at about 1.30 on Friday if I make my connection in Phoenix. If? I have like 30 to 40 minutes to get from one plane to the other. Dave, when we were coming back from our honeymoon, that was a close connection. <laughs> it, it was supposed to be a three-hour layover in Miami. So we're thinking, oh, hey, we could go somewhere, grab a bite to eat and get back, no problem. The plane didn't leave uh, until three hours and 45 minutes late from San Juan. Oh. Right. So we're thinking, okay, we don't have any time to get from one plane to the other. Yep. So we, we got our seats moved closer to the door and we ran and we barely made it. Like, like they wow they were closing the door they were they were closing the door like if we arrived 30 seconds later we would have been stuck in Miami in other words yep. if you hadn't been at the front of the plane yeah wow yep oh i'm i'm probably going to try and move myself up quite far yeah and again i'm driving so i don't have to worry <laughs> yeah. about any of that crap and yet you leave on i'm sorry tuesday morning tuesday afternoon like around noon yeah yeah <laughs> i leave thursday night yeah and you miss out on all the thursday stuff i know, I know. i'm actually really that was the one thing that i was really pissed about but i was supposed to teach thursday morning mm, and now you're not no <laughs> mm, harsh i am still supposed to teach thursday night but i'm going to get someone to cover that class for me yeah harsh <laughs> see it's it's all comes down to time versus money because mo in his car filled with what three other people two other people two other people it's going to cost him maybe a third of the cost for flying yep yeah give or take also like gas is so low this year like i, I just i just filled up at like 252 oh nice i just filled up at 279 so fuck you I just filled up this morning at 269, but that was unleaded because I was filling up the Jeep. My The Benz right now is at 289 or so. Yeah, uh, diesel. Diesel's been up there for a little while now. How, why aren't you making your own diesel yet? Because I'm living in an apartment, and I don't want it to smell like vegetable oil or diesel. <laughs> God, that Wait, you don't have a balcony? <laughs> No, we're on the ground floor, and so we don't really have... We have, like, a walkout. Oh, yeah, just put it out there. Right. Are you, wor- are you worried somebody's going to steal your biodiesel fuel setup? Well, if I really wanted to, one of the gas stations around here, well, it's about yeah. six miles down the highway, mm. they sell farm diesel, which is not taxed with a road tax. So it's oh, only nice. at, like, 258 260 right now. Cool. 
The only problem is it's dyed red, and cops, I guess, who are extremely bored, are allowed to actually pull you over and test your diesel. <laughs> and it's it's dyed red, so if you put it in your tank, you will dye your tank red, and they'll be able to tell that you used off-road diesel, and you get fined like five grand or something like that. Oh Jesus! Wow! Don't That's, do that. Yeah. No. So if I knew I was not going to get pulled over, hey, fill her up. But right, uh, I don't think a tank of gas is worth five grand. No. I mean, if unless you got caught <laughs> once over the period of about 10 to 15 years, it might be worth it. Yeah, it would pay off in 10 to 15 years per ticket. But they only have to worry about the older diesels because the newer ones can't handle the, the farm grade diesel because the, the highway ones have to be more refined. But my Benz is old enough that it can it can take the old stuff. Mm-hmm. What are you laughing at? Nothing at all. He's laughing at your old Benz. Yeah. Hey, if the EMP device happens over Kansas and knocks out all the power in the United States, that car can still run. Until you run out of gas because we need electricity to pump to gas. pump the gas. I'll just get a giant siphon tube and just stick my, uh, I'll just go out to the farm diesel place and just stick the <laughs> siphon tube down their tank and just, I'll pay them, I'll pay them the, the regular price for the farm diesel. Pay what? There's going to be riots if that happens. Yeah, Andy, what are you going to pay them with? Your credit card won't work. Mm-hmm. I've got cash. Their like cash the machine one. won't work. Mm. Yeah. I'll like pay if, if seriously, if we if there's no electricity, you've got bigger things to worry yeah, about than really, putting gas you'd, in your car. You'd use your cash, your only remaining currency, because your bank account is fried. There's no way to get to that money mm-hmm. on filling up your car. Well, I could get 400 miles out of a tank. So where would you go? There would still be no... <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get, go anywhere to get gas within 400 miles. I could go to Canada. And Canada would probably be affected as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I could drink drive no i couldn't drive down to mexico no, no. no i think we've already proved that your your logic is flawed yeah you're kind of screwed yes yeah. but i will actually be able to drive somewhere you guys would be stuck mo would be stuck in cleveland therefore he wouldn't know anything is different <laughs> <laughs> hey i was here for the blackout that was pretty amazing i actually went driving around back then i drove an 83 <laughs> the last blackout oh man that was that was good stuff i had a great time Oh. And practically everybody I talked to had a great time, too. It wasn't actually that bad. I was actually coming from a place because I was leaving. I was working a summer camp that year. And I was leaving the summer camp, which had power, to come back home, which didn't. But I didn't realize that at the time because the power outage happened while I was on the highway. And the highway <laughs> basically came to a standstill. What's going on? Yeah, so I'm thinking, oh, must be a traffic accident. So I turn on the radio to, to switch over to WJR to see what the traffic report is. And yeah, this is before their generators kicked in. So I hit the mm-hmm. scan button on the radio. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody was out. It's just <laughs> static. Yeah, it's just static oh, and scrolling through, and I'm like, that shouldn't well, be that, happening. That's That's got to be kind of scary, actually. Yeah. Well, just you, like, what just went down? It's like, you go through the FM stations thinking, oh, maybe I'm out of range. Or, but then you go to the AM stations, which you know you're going to pick up at least one AM station. And there's just nothing. There's nothing. And you're like, oh, crap. So then I just switch it on to 760, and they come back on. And we're like, we'd like to apologize for going off the air right now, but it seems we have lost power. <laughs> and looking out the window, it seems that all of Detroit has lost power power. (laughs) Yeah. I remember hearing how, like, the area growing, right? First it was, okay, this block is clearly out of power. Oh, west side of Ann Arbor's out of power. Oh, Ann Arbor's out of power. And Saline. And southeast Michigan. And Michigan. (laughs) And Ohio. (laughs) And the entire northeast U.S. (laughs) Yeah. The way I found out, I found out that pretty quick, actually, because I had just gotten home from dropping my roommate off at work. And I walked in, I turned down the fan, and I flipped the light switch, and the light didn't come on. And I look at the window fan, and I don't know if it, it, it was like spinning down and I don't even know if it actually was on or there was just wind blowing through it. And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, well, maybe we hadn't paid the bill. So I'm like, maybe they shut us off. So I go to convenient next door to, to see if they're on and they're out. 
but the, it's still cool in there because the air conditioning was on up until like 10 minutes ago. So I stayed in there and somebody came in off the off the street and said, yeah, I just turned on the radio. The entire eastern seaboard is out of power. And I'm like, what? No way. No, I don't believe you. We oh, man, we got harassed by cops that night, too. We were because after, you know, cooking all the meat in the freezer yeah. that we had just bought that day and eating, we decided to go for a walk. Us and like me and like six other people walked down to my uh, roommate's parents neighborhood and, you know, walking up and down the street and talking to people and this and that. We get back. We're around the corner from my house and the cops stop us. And they're yelling, oh, blah, blah, blah. Why are you out? Don't you know there's a curfew because of this power outage and la, 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 la. And I, I look at him and I'm like, our power's out. We don't have TV or radio. Like, how are we supposed to know that there's a curfew? We didn't. It's not like you rolled down the street with a megaphone telling everybody to stay inside. You just expect everybody to know they're not supposed to go outside after nine o'clock. Yeah. So, yeah, they let us go. So we went back. And they're like, well, go home and stay there. So we stayed there for about 15 minutes and then we got in the car and drove around. We drove down to like the bad neighborhood to see. And, and it was so weird all the crack dealers and all the prostitutes were gone like gone it was it was vacant the whole street it was amazing so yeah topics yeah well no this one just might actually we could use this as a segue because the, one of the first topics i had posted on there which i actually had to hunt down because the guy took it off of his blog mm. but he was trying to think of i got it off of life hacker 100 things that the guy doesn't need he lives without that other people have yeah like a television or a remote control or a sofa well i guess you don't need a remote control if you don't have a television, a DVD player, or a stereo system. Yeah, but yeah. like a nightstand, a scale, an office chair, a calendar. Yeah, remote control. We have nothing to remotely control. Yeah. <laughs> Glue, pencil sharpener, sugar bowl. But wait, here's the thing. He has no TV, DVD player, stereo system, or entertainment center. All our photos are digital, and we love bare walls. Is this guy living in, like, a hospital or something? No, even there's a stuff box. on hospital walls. Like a, like a sterilized room from THX 1138 or something like that. Look, I think what this guy failed to tell us is that he is Howard Hughes. <laughs> I mean, some of these, you know, I don't have many of these things as well, but you don't see me going around and gloating like, aha, I don't have this, I don't have that. Well, think yeah. about it. This A cappuccino espresso maker would prefer to go out for a cup of coffee instead. How much is this guy spending then? Yeah. Extra. Yeah. Well, let's see. A cup of coffee is about three to four bucks for like a cappuccino. Yeah. How much is a cappuccino machine? Maybe like 20 or 30 bucks. Oh, come on. A good one? Well, a good, okay, a good one? I'm not exactly sure. Even if you, you spend $100 on a cappuccino machine. Easy. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're drinking it every day, the thing pays for itself as opposed so, to going out and paying $3 every day for cappuccino. I mean, I don't own a coffee machine. Well, I do, but it's in a freaking uh, cabinet, and I only have it because my parents gave it to me because when my cousin would stay over, he complained that there was no coffee. Yeah, yeah. so in two to three months, it pays for itself, mm-hmm. negating the cost of actually buying the coffee beans in the grinder. Right. And like the experience of knowing how to make a really good espresso or cappuccino is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it says, now that we're renting, we haven't had a need for the following home maintenance items. And I'm just like, why would you? I even own those, and I'm renting an apartment. Yeah, you should. On the list, he has fax machine. Nobody owns a fax machine in their home except for my parents. And my parents. Other people with home offices. Well, okay, people with home offices. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like, if I need to fax, I go to campus. There's a free fax machine. (laughs) Wow, we didn't have one of those. (laughs) If if I need to fax something, there's fax stuff online. You just, you email them the PDF, and they'll fax it for you. Video Mm, game system. We're not in division. Video games. We're not in board games. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is just like personal preference, though. Yeah, like, what it's the not... fuck does this guy do? I know. He doesn't even wear a belt. My pants stay up just fine on their own. I guess if you always have pants that fit, but God forbid that you drop five pounds. Well, he's not going to the gym, so. So yes. he's not going to drop five pounds anytime.
anytime soon. No, he doesn't do. He, you know, he's he doesn't have sneakers, so he's not going out running. No, is he going barefoot then? No, he's wearing uh, tissue boxes on his feet. Hiking shoes. <laughs> I'm telling you, this guy is Howard Hughes, ice cream maker. It's more fun to go out for it. The guy's insane. It's way more fun to make your own ice cream. But on that on that note, how many people have ice cream makers? I it's do not. Not, like, not a huge number of people. Thank you, Andy. Oh, pound fan. <laughs> no fan or air conditioning. Oh my god, this guy is probably just trying to sweat off his pounds. It seems. Yeah. He lives in he lives in a sweat lodge. We're hoping England isn't too warm in the summer. Okay, so I don't think it is. England's a bit cooler than it is in these parts. Watch, I use my cell phone to check the time. Yes, because nothing is smoother than you know taking out your cell phone just to check the time. Rather, yeah, than- I used to do that. I actually stopped wearing a watch when I first got a cell phone. I'm like, well, a cell phone has a time, and I can pretend like I have a pocket watch. That got old fast. I still just check my phone, or I look for a clock nearby. Oh my gosh, this guy doesn't even have a bed. We sleep on a futon on the floor. Oh. His back it, must be killing him. I thought yeah. he said he doesn't have a sofa. Futons count as sofa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't. I think it's just a futon mattress on the floor. Oh God. Not, yeah. If, if it says futon on the floor, he probably means just a futon mattress. Mattress. Yeah. I. But work. I mean, like, don't the don't the Japanese sleep on something like similar? Like they don't have metal springs in in their. Uh... Yeah, it's pretty much just like a, a thin mattress on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not impossible, but uh, I wouldn't do that. I mean, I got a freaking, uh, what is it, a pillow top mattress oh, yeah. there. The French press, I can agree with, but I'd also argue that it is a coffee maker. Yeah. But, okay, so Dave, I do have that French press that you gave me. But yeah. man, that is a freaking lot of work in order just to get a cup of coffee. Oh, but Andy, it's so good. I know it's good, but man, it's the coffee maker at work. I put the grounds in, I put the water in, I come back in 10 minutes, and I've got coffee waiting for me. So the French press is a do, lot of hands-on work, because I have to go and no, grind no. the beans, I have to put them in there, I have to boil water separately. I use up another container. <laughs> and then I pour the boiling water into the French press, let it seep for a bit, press it down, pour myself a cup, and then, okay, now I finally have a cup of coffee. You Three don't want it, later. I'll take it back, that's fine. <laughs> I'll get you something else, that was for your wedding. Well, it, it, okay, so sometimes it is nice to actually go through the motions. It, it, Andy, I will take it back. I'm missing my French press. <laughs> it broke. How'd you break a French press? Did you, what, press too hard? I don't know how it, it broke, but I, you know, I'll get you something else. So this guy, this guy doesn't even own a pair of jeans, yet he says he, he wears hiking shoes for outdoor activities. Apparently these outdoor activities don't involve hiking because I wouldn't hike in a pair of Dockers if you paid me. I'd hike in khakis. I hike in khakis too. I own one pair of jeans and that's because I had to buy a pair of jeans for welding. And the, only, the only pants I have that probably actually qualify as dress pants are my suit pants. The only other pants I have that aren't jeans are all like cargo pants. Like, like, all I wear is jeans. Jeans, t-shirts. <laughs> That's the line. Yo, I bet I could go to Macy's and come up with a list of far more than 100 things that I don't have. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I, I guess it's okay. Here's a hundred things that he has that most people do have. Some but of the stuff on this list. also use them. Right. Yeah. It, but some of the stuff on this list, like, a lot of people don't have. I love how he says at end table, I've never been sure what these are for. Well, it's for setting stuff on the end of the sofa. Like, yeah, you know, a yeah. drink or the yeah, remote. Like, I, I, like mine right now. <laughs> yeah. My remote tends to sit on the arm of my chair, though. But, you know, that, that comes and goes. Oh, we got this great little remote control holder from Coke Zero. I don't know why, but they gave me a bunch of, like... <laughs> March Madness stuff in the mail, like a $25 gift card to Papa John's and some crayons and some stickers and stuff. But the best thing ever hey, was crayons and stickers. <laughs> they gave me a remote control holder that's in the shape of a basketball. And oh man, it works wonders. Where, where, where does it go? I mean, it's, it, you well, put it on the table? No, they, well, 
we've got two TiVo remotes. So one goes on mm-hmm. the couch, which is on the other side of the apartment, and one goes by the computers. Because mm-hmm. that's the two places where we'd be watching TV from. And so now yeah. we don't have to worry about bringing the remote over, or if we go to the couch, having to get up and grab the remote from the computers and go back over to the couch, because there's one already over there. Hmm. I guess that works. So yes, we live in a three-room apartment and have two remotes. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought this was something funny to just go through the list and see how ridiculous this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, if the power goes out, this guy's screwed because he doesn't even have any candles. Ah. Does he, he have a flashlight? Nope. Well, it doesn't say. Oh, then he probably has a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you flashlights you you keep in the closet, and then the power goes out, and you turn it on, and you realize the battery's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're stuck using nothing but your cell phone for light. Yep. Been there, done that. Power in this building goes out way too often. Candles, my friend. Candles. Yeah. Yeah. So, Andy. Yes. A thousand dollars worth of game time. Yes. <laughs> Somebody lost over a grand playing Eve. So the the idea is, okay, so people like on multiple MMOs always will pay somebody else for in-game currency, right? The Chinese gold farmers in WoW, that sort of stuff. Right. So in Eve, they wanted to combat that. So CCP, the Eve guys who run Eve, decided to allow people to buy basically t- game cards, which will allow them to have 30 more days of play in-game. So people could buy these codes using real money from CCP. CCP and then sell them in-game to other people who have lots of in-game currency. So it's basically, they're, instead of paying a Chinese gold farmer for currency, you buy this code, sell it to another person in-game for in-game currency. And it keeps all the money within, within yeah, the, the, the game CCP and the company. still gets their money. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they get paid for it. <laughs> so it basically legitimized the paying real money for in-game currency sort of stuff. Well, recently, there was, in one of the recent patches, you could actually move these in-game items on ships. So you didn't just have to store them all in one place, and then every time you'd want to use one, you'd have to fly across the universe, pick one up, and use it, and then you'd have to fly back to where you are. So you could actually put them on your ship and carry them with you. Well, one ship was basically in the bad neighborhood of Eve. (laughs) One of the many. Yeah. (laughs) And they had 74 of these codes on the ship, and it was attacked by two pirates who were just, hey, look, there's a ship wandering by itself in a bad neighborhood. Let's go pick on it. In-game value of the 74 of these, by the way, is about... 22,000 million ISK. So 22 billion, basically. Yeah, 22.5 billion. For those of you that don't know, Dave here is the math guy. Yeah, 1,000 million. 22,000 million. Yeah, it's a valid way to to say a number. Yes, but you could also... If you're 12... No. <laughs> Honest to God, people say it like that. Yeah, people who don't know better. It's a, you should know better. It's a billion. It's just it, it is a billion. I still prefer a thousand million because the unit listed here is M. Oh. So it, it is listed as twenty two thousand five hundred seventy seven point five five M. Okay. So twenty two thousand million, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the real level, the real world value for these is one thousand two hundred and ninety five dollars US. So So CP, CCP just made out on Twelve hundred yeah, bucks. They they made out like a bandit. <laughs> yeah, because well, apparently the you can pick these up as loot from destroyed ships, but all seventy four of these were, were completely destroyed. destroyed. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. So, um, well, you could buy the uh, pilot license extensions. They actually they already did this one thing where you could buy these special pilot license extensions, and they actually donated the money that they made to uh, Haiti. So some people are saying now that they should actually donate the thirteen, basically the thirteen hundred bucks to some charity. Yes, NPO. <laughs> yeah, but still, that would be like. Oh look! Somebody just lost out on thirteen hundred bucks. Oh darn! That sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> you live and learn. It's just, Do not carry 74 what are, pilot license ex, uh, extensions. They're called Plex. In your cargo? Yes. D- don't carry over a grand worth of stuff. Well, this is like this is like common sense. It's like don't don't walk through a bad neighborhood with $30,000 in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's basically this similar. carries over into the virtual world, people. Like, really, yeah. don't be stupid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking wow. of stupid. That is sense. Congress? Congress and 4chan, things that you would never expect to hear in the same sentence. But Christopher Poole, who most people would know as Moot on 4chan, was actually called into uh, Congress to testify back in, like, April about the the Sarah Palin email stuff that got leaked out on the internet because that was originally from a guy who was on 4chan. Mm -hmm. So the transcript of Congress talking to Moot was finally posted today, or this week, by the Smoking Gun. And so... Oh my god, this is amusing. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's so amusing. So it's nothing. Like I haven't read it. I particularly enjoy the fact that the transcriber gets some of this really, like, absolutely correct. Yeah. Right. It's the term of the users of the slash b slash dash random board because I mean, he probably just said slash b. Yeah. Right. What, but what, 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 what is a what, roll? Yeah. What is a b tard? What is new fag? What's op? It's just lurker caps rick roll peeps. Well, right, after explaining rick roll, rick roll, he was some kind of singer. <laughs> Rick Roll is like a, they don't know who Rick Astley is at all. I'm quite sure that his answer on line 14 after 11, 24, 10 was Rick Roll is a meme. Yeah, it says mean, not meme. <laughs> or internet kind of trend that started on 4chan. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's amusing seeing all these internet terms like spelled out for people who don't yeah. know how to use the internet. <clears throat> Series of tubes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, speaking of which... Not yeah. a big truck. Uh, we yeah. tip our hat to uh, the late oh, yeah. Senator Ted, Ted Stevens. Kennedy. Not Ted Stevens. Well, and yeah. Ted Kennedy's passed away. And too. Ted Kennedy, but he that was a while ago. Yeah. Ted yeah. Stevens, however, did just recently pass away. Yeah, that was a plane crash. That was a tragedy. It was also the, one of the former heads of NASA, too, died in that yeah. as well. Yeah, that was harsh. And I mean, uh, Ted Stevens was World, uh, was World War II, I think, in the Army Air Forces, too. So after flying all those uh, dangerous missions... He dies in a plane crash. Like yeah, evidently the the weather patterns up there can be very tricky. Yeah, it's Alaska for you. So the game that we both, I think, all of us have played, episode one and episode two of the Rain Slick Precipice of Darkness. Turns out there's no episode three, but there is an episode three. Yeah, there's no episode three game. No, which was announced. Uh, what was that at PAX East? Yeah, that they, they said that there's going to be no more games. Yeah, because uh, Hothead was working on I think Death Spank. Yep, with Ron Gilbert, and so they couldn't devote enough time to episode three to make it uh you know the quality they wanted out of that so they decided to do a comic series to wrap up the storyline so a comic series or a text series it's is it it's basically just text oh yeah it is text oh yeah they did a text series then but it's still an interesting read and hopefully it will i i haven't finished actually i haven't started episode two what yeah I finished episode two. It was interesting. It seemed a yeah, little I bit haven't. more disjointed than episode one, but... I'm kind of glad I haven't, though, because I, now I, I don't get the incredible letdown of no episode three game. Mm, after, like, waiting for it. Right. This is, like, the same reason why I watch TV shows all in one hit instead of, you know, week to week. Because if they get canceled or what? No, no, no. Just uh, I, I can't stand the wait. Ah. I can't stand. I can't stand to sit there and watch an episode and then wait a week for the next episode. Like I've become so used to just watching like a whole season of something in like a week. Yes, but then the problem is one time when you watch the whole season of something, then when you're out of the season, you have to wait until the fall till the season starts up again, and then you're like, oh come yeah. on. Well, then you just wait yeah. until the show's like all done. But yes, but yeah, that's what, I didn't watch Lost until it ended. I still haven't seen the last season because it hasn't Netflix yet. But <clears throat> I watch the five seasons in like a month what's really great though is if you just uh grab a season of 24 and just watch it straight (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I've been thinking about doing that. That, that seems like it would be interesting. You could do all of 24 basically in a week. You wouldn't mm-hmm. get any sleep. You, right. You might die from lack of sleep, but you could watch all of 24 in one week. Oh, no, come on. I've stayed up for a week before. You don't die. Yeah. You, st- you start having hallucinations, though, after about 70 30 hours. Three days. Yeah. Uh, mine start at 30 hours. <clears throat> so, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. I kind of actually wanted to see it. I don't know. I don't like the actor. <laughs> I don't mind the actor, but I, it depends on the movie. But um, this actually was this the what we linked is not a review of the movie, but a review of the reviews. Yeah, because there are things like Saint Petersburg Times says. First of all, I'm not a video gamer. I have discovered more appealing ways not to have a life. Oh, hey yeah, now, it's, it's basically just attacks on the people who are going to see the movie. Yeah, and uh, you know, referring to like one of the one of the reviewers said that they uh, that they they couldn't stand the movie because everybody kept laughing oh no people laughing at a comedy oh no you don't get the joke but other people do and they think it's funny so that must make the movie bad i you know i would just love to see like this taken against like sex in the city too it's like oh I'm, yeah first of all i'm not a whore <laughs> so i don't i don't see the appeal of this movie oh <laughs> we're gonna get emails or calls on that one andy what yeah oh, I, i'm, I'm sorry gonna... if if somebody in our audience actually likes sex in the city just let me know because i would love to meet you and all of your imaginary friends but no i mean it would be the same thing if one of us went into a movie like that and reviewed it yeah and said well i can't stand this movie and everybody kept laughing at these stupid parts where these women were having sex mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> It's like we don't, you know. It's like, look, review the movie, not the audience. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, what are the other ones here? Oh, the the New York Observer. Uh, cl- the movie is clearly directed at an audience with generational ADD. What exactly is generational ADD? Because the last time I checked, ADD was a mental disorder, not a generational thing. Well, think of Twitter compared to reading the newspaper or anything that's over a page online. That's a long story, even though it's only like. 500 words or so. I guess. It's... I mean... Okay, that was the thing, though. 500 words. It's about the average editorial column in a newspaper. So it's not even, like, a full story. It's just a, it's just a column somebody wrote. Yeah. I mean, I read New York Times articles online. Those are, like, two, three pages sometimes. Yeah. Most people... I don't have a problem with most that. Most people If it's don't. a good article... Yeah. But, I mean, no, most people don't read every article in the newspaper, either. Or the whole thing. A lot of people skim stuff like that. Are you telling me that it's that much different? That people aren't flipping through magazines, looking for what they want, and skimming the stuff that's only marginally interesting? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Is it odd that I also kind of want to go to see this movie just to see the Universal logo rendered like it was done on an Atari? <laughs> yeah, you'll see that on, like, you know, YouTube or something eventually. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to go see the movie just for that. That'll, that'll be out there. That is pretty cool, yeah. though. Do admit the rendering of the Universal logo is a cool move. Speaking of moves, 20. God's number. 20 moves. No matter what your Rubik's Cube is looking like, it can be solved in 20 moves. Now the or question less. is, is that truly God's number? <laughs> well, it seems people have been stealing time off of Google's um, computer farms. It hasn't been stealing. Google donated it. So, yeah, after about, uh, what they say, it started uh, May 1992, said 39 was there, and now it's down to 20 moves. 20. Wow, and 30-year search for the most efficient way to correctly align the 26 colored cubes that make up a Rubik's Cube. 26? That's what it says. It should be 27. Well, apparently it's a typo. No, Dave, there is no center cube. There's no center cube. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the picture, I'm like, three by three by three. Right, middle cube. 
non-existent. Nope. Mm-hmm. The middle cube is a... 26 cubes. Yep. Believe me, I've popped enough of them open to know there is no middle cube. <laughs> Even if there was Are a middle cube, you one of those bastards really who like, pops it. it open and switches two of them to make it impossible? No, I had to do that because somebody else had done that and also had peeled off the stickers and stuck them in the wrong place. Oh, uh, brutal. It was just, it was a Rubik's Cube at a garage sale, so I started solving it. And I'm like, wait a second, this cube is actually impossible. Hold on, let me fix that. <laughs> I love how I could just like go to a random Rubik's Cube, know it's impossible. And know how to fix it. And know it. how to fix it. I've never solved a Rubik's Cube in my life. Neither have I. I tried a few times. It's not uh, as bad as the guy who spent like, I think it was 30 years or something ooh, yeah. working on a single Rubik's Cube. It, Ouch. You know, I bet you that guy's kicking himself in the ass right now with this article. Yeah, like, You're telling me I could have done that shit in 20 moves? Yeah, in an after. Afternoon at tops. Oh man, I don't have one nearby. Otherwise, I probably could see if I could still fo- solve it in under five minutes. Show. <laughs> Videotape yourself doing it later and upload it. All right. Okay, so I'm going to skip over the Google's on because that's a big freaking story. Okay. It seems that what a surprise! The uh, Return of the Jedi was not originally what Return of the Jedi was supposed to be. You mean it didn't originally have little free creatures? No, they, originally they were supposed to be um, Wookies. Wookies. But even before then, um, the film would have ended with the Rebel Force in tatters, Han Solo dead, Leah struggling with her new duties as a queen, and Luke walking off into the sunset alone like Clint Eastwood. What? Yeah, that was the original plan for the end of Return of the Jedi. This is coming from Gary Kurtz, wow. who was actually one of the co-producers of the first two movies, but decided to leave after Empire Strikes Back. When, um, well, that would have changed the extended universe a little bit. Yeah. Just a little. And there wouldn't, the movie wouldn't have ended with the, what did he call it, Teddy Bear Luau? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Man, I think Man of- that would have been nuts. That the ending that seems like it almost would have been like a modern sci-fi movie ending now. Yeah. But done twenty years ago. Twenty five years ago. So did they explain why they uh Yeah, ticket sales and toys. Yep. Uh because because there were more children into that kind of thing back then than adults, more or less. Uh either that or people just liked happy endings. The toy the happy ending thing and they yeah. wanted to sell toys. Yeah. More merchandising. And little <laughs> Ewoks are gonna sell far better than the Wookiees. True. This is proof though that even, you know, uh, actually, that's not 25 years. That's longer. Um, <laughs> 25 years ago was uh, 1985. This is 35 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> again, oh. our mask guy. Oh, right. Like, 25 was 85. Jedi came out in like 82. Did it come out in 82? I'm only thinking 75. Well, still, that's like, you know, 30 years, not 25. It's closer to 30 than 25. I don't understand. May 25th, 1983. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why do I keep thinking they were all 70s? I don't know. I never no, actually bothered. the first one was like 79. Yeah. Nine? Huh. I, I don't know why. In my head, I always thought the first one was 74. Well, since um this weekend is the, what, 20... Is the, yeah, 30th anniversary for your Empire Strikes Back. Okay. So, 30 yeah. years ago, 1980, 19, it was 1977 was Star Wars, and then 1983 was Return of the Jedi. And then there was 1999, Phantom Menace, 2002, Attack of the Clones, and 2005, yeah. Origins. Those, those, those don't count. Um, I love how he even says, I don't like the idea of prequels. They make the filmmakers back into material they've already covered, and it boxes in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The... Uh, yeah, I guess. Wow, that that does kind of change things. <laughs> yeah. So if you ever want to, the, the link that I have has a link to the full LA Times article. I didn't want to link to the LA Times articles. I'm not sure how long it would last, but if you have a chance this week, give it a read. It's it's actually more it's more extensive than the article in the actual newspaper. Cool. So huh. yeah, well, I guess it is proof though that George Lucas uh, was more about the money than the vision. Yeah. Even back then. Yeah. Definitely. So, so everybody who thinks that George Lucas has changed over the years, he no, has. He always was pretty terrible. 
<laughs> he he got lucky with these these the, the, with Star Wars. That's what happened. Well, what's the, what was the joke that Mark Hamill went to go see a uh, he went to go he snuck in the back of the movie theater at one point just to watch the first trailer of Star Wars coming out, and it yeah. said like coming to a galaxy near you this summer. And one of the guys said, and like somebody else in the crowd just heckled out at the end, like, and coming to Blockbuster a month after. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Wait, they had Blockbuster back then? Well, basically. Are you the, talking about the one? This, this was the, the episode one trailer. Yeah. Oh, No, no, yeah. this was Star Wars. This was the original Star Wars trailer before they realized oh, how really? big it was going to be. The guy was basically heckling, saying it was going to be straight to, flop. yeah, it's going to be a flop and be in VHS in a month. Wow. Okay, yeah, I seriously didn't realize that Blockbuster had been around that long. Yeah, probably won't be around much longer. Nope, and I'm not sad one bit. Wait a second. Although apparently now they um apparently now Blockbuster is is stepping into the streaming to mo- movies to mobile phones market. Yeah, it's on Netflix is established. Mm-hmm. Well, they're also trying to cut in on uh, GameFly's territory by shipping video games through the mail now. Yeah, again, GameFly's established. The, I mean, they waited the party. They're the also is, trying to cut in on Redbox's territory with the vending machines, which is already is, established. It's kind of funny to watch this because Blockbuster and Hollywood Video and all the other stores only gained success because libraries didn't move fast enough to incorporate that. Mm-hmm. And now Blockbuster, so now oh, that's they funny. fall into the same trap that they didn't move fast enough to incorporate online services. Mm-hmm. And they got fucked for it. Yeah. And one uh, one thing I've noticed is all the Hollywood videos in my area are now auto zones. Yeah. All of ours are closing. Yeah. They're they've all they're all auto zones. I don't know why AutoZone decided, hey, this looks like a good location. The the buildings that are because they were all you know the custom Hollywood video buildings. I guess because they're big and open and they could put whatever they want in them. But you know, or actually, uh, the city I live in got all kind of pissed at the AutoZone here because they blacked out the street facing windows. <laughs> and well, I live I live in one of those those areas that you know prides the whole walking city storefront yeah. look. Right. And they blacked out the street facing windows because that's where they put their counter. That was all behind the counter stuff. That's and yeah. <laughs> so Dave, what is this? Chips made out of human brain? Yeah, it's it's a uh, they combined neuro what neurons and microchips and managed to get it to work sort of. <laughs> <laughs> well, explain. It, well, it's it's the first steps. It's they've they've actually gotten uh, a microchip with they, a network of human brain cells. That's cool. They being the scientists at the University of yes. Calgary. <laughs> yes, they. Uh, teamed up with a National Research Council of Canada. Mm-hmm. To put brain cells on a microchip. Yes. So we're one step closer to literally plugging in. Yeah, and cyborgs and, you know, uh, neural-driven motors. So I'm, I'm holding out for bionic eyes. Wait, you don't, okay. want, you don't want the iPhone like they saw in Futurama? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched well, no, the they, season, so shut up. Yeah, I, I haven't hit it either because I canceled my cable for Netflix and stuff. So now I have to... Uh, and then, of course... By the way, I am very pissed at Play On. Oh, for the uh Like, oh, no, premium? we'll never, ever, ever charge you again two months later oh by the way we're splitting our service if you want all the stuff that you've got you need to pay for the premium yeah i was kind of a little salt about that too and then of course hulu with their their premium service mm-hmm. they're oh if you want you know because i, I didn't like doesn't cam comcast have a stake in them now yeah yeah that's pretty much where that came from comcast oh, like, we like money looking at ways to make that money off that since it started yeah and you know the thing is it's like it why charge us why not just add a like another minute of commercials or two i honestly it's like a 30 second commercial instead of two minutes of commercials per break I wouldn't mind sitting through the commercials. I'm more interested in the the on-demand features, the fact that I can watch the shows when I want to watch them. Yeah. I'm not won over by the, oh, there's less commercials than on TV. Because 
I still go to the bathroom during commercials. Commercials don't affect me like that. So yeah, it's that kind of pissed me off. It's like they would rather charge us ten dollars a month than than get more advertisers. Hey man, some- although Netflix did team up with uh, was it Epics? I think the uh, uh, one of those premium cable channels or something uh, to bring more movies from major studios to instant like watch. Paramount, Lionsgate, and MGM. Yes, yes, I am excited for that because that's all I use Netflix for is instant watch. I have never once had a DVD sent to my house. I tried Netflix so. for like two weeks. You didn't like it? Nah. You got the TiVo. Well, yeah, but also this was before the whole instant watch thing. So mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, it's- I might try it now that it's got the the on-demand shit Mm -hmm. yeah it's nice because i mean it's all integrated in my 360 so i got that you know 15 dollar nyko 360 remote and uh you know it controls the tv it controls my 360 i can watch all the war documentaries i can possibly stand (laughs) <laughs> like, I, I just finished the Ken Burns uh, World War II documentary, which is like seven two-hour episodes, and uh, I just moved into the Civil War. <laughs> Have you, uh, oh, you're probably not interested in the jazz one that he did, are you? Um, I saw about half of it. Okay. Yeah, I, I never made it all the way through, but I did see about half of it. Because some of them were only available on disc. I hate that when they break, oh, you can watch this on Instant Watch, and you watch like four episodes, and it's like, next episode, only available on disc. It's like, I'm not a... or- yeah, it's like I'm not ordering the disc for this. Why is this episode not available while everything else is? Or why are like only half of them available? I also watched um, When We Left Earth on the space program, uh, which covered everything. But then they had like six episodes that said only available on disc after the six episodes. But when I looked at the listing, it said six episodes. So I don't know. I think the other six supposed episodes are just like DVD extras. But they don't really specify that when you're surfing the thing. Nova Online had some pretty good stuff there too. Yeah. Sorry, now I'm just thinking of PBS yeah, documentaries that were pretty decent. Yeah, like before Netflix, I never watched this many documentaries. But then when I'm like looking for stuff to watch, I'm like, oh, Ape to Man, that looks interesting. Or, uh, you know, Native American something. I forget what the one was called that I watched on Native Americans, but that one was really good. There, there's a couple of old documentaries that are out there, but were pretty good. Um, Civilization was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connections was another the uh the ascent of man was another i think i watched that one i actually got all of them downloaded onto my computer i just haven't had a chance to sit down and watch them yeah speaking of my computer i can't play anybody on my 360 anymore you never could <laughs> i thought you could with like one game no they, they were testing it ah remember it was like the live anywhere thing yeah it's been where, canned yeah pretty much i mean it it hasn't been canned so much as swept under the rug <laughs> right you just don't hear about it anymore yeah well, Speaking of, Microsoft ahead. tested like the with a bunch of different games, and they had the system down. They had the hardware down, and the software, w- the connection worked. But PC players are better. Yeah, the mouse and a keyboard for first-person shooters is so oh, much so basic. So basically, the the uh, the curve was too high. Yeah, it, it's that PC players just have such an advantage with mouse and keyboard versus the controller mm-hmm. that no matter what the skill of the individual players were, the advantage was there. Yeah, and so PC gamers just destroyed the 360 gamers. Mm-hmm. And so Microsoft said, "This isn't going to work. This is a bad idea." Yeah, like we we can't do this. Speaking of uh, Microsoft and Xbox Live, though, Monday Night Combat. Oh, amazing. Monday Night Combat is so fun. I have not yes. played it. I am currently in Fallout 3 right now. No, Andy, well, you really should go get the demo of Monday Night Combat. Mm, yeah, do it. But it's like, a time-based the, demo. We're pretty sure it has everything available. Yeah. It's worth it, Andy. It is so good. Yeah. Monday Night Combat also, it's it's like 15-minute matches, you know, yeah, with two minutes of overtime. Yeah, yeah, with possible two minutes of overtime. You're not going to play for more than 17 minutes per match, but you will play for five straight hours. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's oh, really yeah. good. So for people who haven't been paying attention as I've been talking about this game since PAX Cause, East. Because you're living under a rock. Yeah. Uh, it's a third-person over-the-shoulder shooter done Class in the based. style of Team Fortress, kind of the artistic style of Team Fortress, but with a tower defense slash attack gameplay. Yes. And done in um, a TV show style, a la yeah. Smash TV. Oh, it's Smash really TV. Mm-hmm. With you an announcer that's reminiscent of are, NBA Jam. <laughs> yeah. You get six classes, which are all overpowered. <laughs> yes. If you think that one class is overpowered, it's balanced out, though. Your yeah. class is also overpowered. You just have to figure out how to use it right. Oh my god, airstrikes are like instant death. Death from above. Yeah, oh man. And the assassin. Because you get to throw a beacon, and if you hit someone with a beacon, it attaches to them, and so they can't avoid the airstrike. Mm -hmm. Which isn't true. There is a way to avoid it. It's just difficult. Yeah. So it's like a plasma grenade that calls in a bunch of missiles. Yeah, but it, yeah, that's a good way to put it. The way to avoid it is actually if you walk under a bridge, you're safe. Ah. Mm-hmm. Because it'll hit the bridge because it is an airstrike. Yeah. But it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, now from what I'm told, uh, I haven't actually delved into their forums lately to check, but I'm told it packs, and actually they mentioned this to us at PAX East, that they're going to announce uh, their DLC. Um, Yeah, possibly another class. And rumored, uh, because again, I haven't actually physically read this on their forums. This is kind of hearsay, but rumored uh, PC port. Ooh, I might have twice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like to play on my TV, so I'm going to stick with the 360 version. You know, I'll probably stick with the 360 just because the PC will draw this crowd of like Team Fortress players who are Mm. really good. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, I, mean, the I think sniper it, is overpowered already. Mm. Yeah. Could oh my god, dude! I was up against a guy who's—I uh, don't know if I should say his gamer tag on here in its entirety—but it involved the letters USMC and the word sniper, and he was playing as a sniper, and we couldn't wander out into an open area on that side of the map without getting headshotted. <laughs> it was—it was brutal. We got beat down in that match, and a big chunk of it was that—that that sniper. Just up top, anybody who wandered out into the open was shot. Mm-hmm. Uber is refusing to confirm the PC port. No. Okay. Quote, so, we love talking to you guys, but the one thing we don't talk about is future plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, again, that's a big maybe. Um, but I do believe, well, I know for sure they're going to talk about DLC, which when we talked to them at PAX East, they mentioned uh, they mentioned possible new game modes. Um, hinted towards maybe a capture the flag. Yeah. I would really, I really enjoy capture the flag. So that would be awesome. Okay. But yes. Yes. <laughs> so scary news scary news yes. oh no google's on not it's not google's on. google's on yes it's not some sort of godzilla clone but google and verizon have basically teamed up they have agreed on a shared statement of principles and most people if you look at one google's on reaction think it's going to destroy the internet in five years because they it it's going to cut out net neutrality. You know what? It had better not destroy the internet because I just graduated and my entire field of uh, employment is dependent on the internet. <laughs> so it better not go anywhere. You hear that, internet? Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Don't ever change. Don't you leave me, internet! Ah. So it's basically because they say that, yes, there should be net neutrality for wired services, but the wireless network, is it you shouldn't have net neutrality because you need the competition. Well, phone calls should always, always, always have priority over the data. Yeah. That's what the cellular network is for. If you want a data network, build something else. 
Dave, um, just to not burst your bubble, but your phone is now digital, which means your phone calls are data. data. Right, but that's what I'm saying, is that the data of the phone call should take priority. Yeah, I can see that. But the, the, So the idea is, over the wired network, if you got Verizon Fios, they wouldn't allow, be allowed to make things like Gmail run faster than Facebook or that sort of thing. But over their wireless network, they could do whatever they wanted, according to the statement that Google and Verizon have agreed upon. Hmm. This, you know, I wonder if this was a deal with the devil or something, or if this was Google trying to save one, but they had to sacrifice the other. I, all I know right. is that there are actual net neutrality people protesting at Google. At uh, Google, yeah. Yeah, I'm Which not seems surprised. so, it blows my, Net neutrality people protesting at Google. Yeah, I, well, sent, I, I, I got, I sent out one of those, uh, you know, things to like senators and stuff. You know, those form letters <laughs> that you find online for net neutrality. I'm like, yeah, I'll do this. Now I get like endless emails from this, you know, net neutrality group. And like for the past, I don't know, since this, this whole Google Verizon thing, since that New York Times article came out it's just been they just been keep sending me these things slamming google oh tell google not to be evil tell google not to be evil and it's like but they have no information in these emails other than google is gonna end the world yeah it's like you know like jesus christ guys stop sending me these emails because you're all insane i did get a response from uh sherrod brown though and like not a form letter response like an actual like written out response now it may have been one of his you know office staff or whatever but the fact that somebody took the time to sit there and actually write a response was pretty impressive so i've got sherrod brown on the uh net neutrality side <laughs> so there you go but yeah it's it's uh yeah it could be a case of of sacrificing one to save the other but which is kind of sad though because wireless most likely is the future so they're sacrificing the future to save their the wired the, save the present which well it's oh. pretty standard in human history <laughs> and <laughs> that's what we do we sacrifice the future to save ourselves and one um, side note, the term Google's on, which at this point means a combination of Google and Verizon, uh, is not the first time it's actually been coined. There was actually a movie out there called Epic 2014. So if you want to Google that, um, it was a movie basically sent from, quote unquote, 2014 in the future back to the past about what happened with the internet and everything and how newspapers folded and it Google and Amazon combined together to call to become Google's on and create the Google grid. <laughs> Where you could get probably are. all your news and all your information and all your um, purchases could go through the Google grid. And it was Google Google's on versus New York Times in the last final battle wow. of the ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny. Of ultimate destiny, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, they probably were, <clears throat> were accurate about the whole uh, newspapers folding because uh, we've already seen that trend. Yeah, they, Jack, they put out a new one called uh, Epic 2015 <laughs> now. I haven't actually watched the new one yet. But but does, it, does it have hoverboards? I'm not sure. I haven't. Uh, I want to see it if it doesn't have hoverboards. Yeah, it's got to have hoverboards. Yeah, Mo, when is your uh, Back to the Future party? Uh, October 22nd, 2015. Also, this um, Thursday... They're uh, locally here. Um, they're playing Back to the Future on a big screen. So I'm going with uh, my cousin and my dad and my uncle, and we're going to go rock that out. Um, I'm very excited. I still remember watching Monty Python on the big screen. That was nice. <laughs> yes. So yes. Fold It comes back in the news again about how the humans are better than the machines at Fold It. What is mm-hmm. it? That's, that's about no, it. Human intuition. Yeah. Basically uh, a protein folding game, and the humans are better than the computers, which just try every possible combination. The humans can go, well, you know what would look good? If you put this here and twist it that way and then stick it in, and that, you know, that will work. 
<laughs> and it does. Yeah. Like, what's the? How much better are the humans than the machines, though? Dave, does it say? Uh, I'm not sure if it says, but it, it was pretty impressive. Like, uh, I go to the link again. I just closed it. Oh, I know. Terrible. I know. Bad. I'm a bad host. Dave, bad. Dave, bad. Waiting for it. Waiting for it. <laughs> Waiting for it. Thank you, Dave's very slow internet connection. Shut up. When are you gonna? When are you gonna step up to real broadband, Dave? This is real broadband. I get four meg down. That's laughable. My speed is Shut five up. times faster than that. Uh, I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Cox Cable. I don't know if it says uh, how much better they are. Yeah, I don't see it either. Oh, well, yes. Humans better than machines. That's <laughs> been the standard for Human a while. Human intuition. Still haven't been Sky- able to put that onto machines. Skynet not coming to kill us yet. Now, if we just or get a computer is, bu- so- built out of all these neuro chips... Uh-oh. <laughs> well, that, well, yeah, right that, there. That that's brings kinda... in the question of where is the intuition? But wait, wait. Can we build the computer out of that, those neuroships and brain cells and then install Frelnik into that? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I don't understand what the problem could possibly be with that. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, For people who don't know, everybody is convinced that Frelnik is Skynet. Just because of some of the random uh, phrases that get spewed out. That's, well, Frelnik is learning. Yes, but all Frelnik can learn is words and context to place those words within sentences. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I installed four years of IRC logs to get it to this point. <laughs> and this is a very active IRC channel. Yeah. You know how long it would take to... Uh, I'm sorry, I was looking at somebody's host mask in IRC and it's ZZ Top at, you know, blah, blah, blah. ZZ Top used to be a trigger to make Frelnik speak and everybody thought it was funny. And they just kept, they would spam ZZ Top and I had to remove it because they found out. But the same with Berserker, because uh, people would just spam the word and it would completely screw up the context learning curve. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, all it learns is context and, uh, and words. So the most, the most like Skynet that Frelnet could get is, I don't know, a text chat, like sex That's line. That's where it starts. <laughs> That's where it starts in a movie from, you know, how long ago? Mm. That was fiction. I think we're more likely to see Total Recall than Terminator. <laughs> Except for that whole Mars bit. Yeah, well, you know, maybe. <laughs> and the end- you never know. And the ending of Total Recall, that's not going to happen. Yeah, no, no, not the ending, not at all. The whole, like, you know, brain memory yeah. thing, that's probably not too far off, actually. Okay, so July numbers were down a little bit from last year. The Xbox hardware beat the DS and the Wii for number one spot for the month. But wow. Well, it's oh, the, that's the, the new 360. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the new yeah, 360. Yeah, you had a lot of people who already owned them who bought the new one. Or bought the old hardware with the $50 discount. Mm, yeah, exactly. And what a surprise, the number one game was NCAA football. Joy. Which, speaking of, uh, speaking of, of sports games, though, uh, NBA Jam... Awesome, only bundled with NBA Elite. Not awesome. <laughs> He's on fire! Boom! Shakalaka! By the way, in uh, my combat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've come up with a whole new meaning for he's on fire in Monday Night Combat. <laughs> but yeah, I was yelling out boom shakalaka in one match. It's from just, downtown! It was so, it, it was so yeah. fitting, though. It's I just mean, a snipe, right? You know, from downtown. I honestly wish they would a- were able to get the same voice actor from NBA Jam. Well, all <laughs> that, I just want to take the voices and move them over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> that there was like the uh, I had a copy of Doom that I don't remember where I got it from, but somebody had replaced all most of the sounds from like clips from the movies and everything. Nice. So every yeah, time every time I would use the BFG, it would be Scarface's "Say hello to my little friend." <laughs> and there was like yeah, lines I, from the Untouchables and everything in there, and I, that was the best version of Doom I ever played. I had I had some great voice packs uh, in Unreal Tournament, and <laughs> one of them. 
totally not fitting, but hilarious nonetheless. One of them was Kramer from Seinfeld. Nice. <laughs> yeah. The only problem was because given, you know, when it was, a lot of the recordings weren't of the best quality. Some of them were one of them I remember was like way too loud and staticky. Yeah. But they I still had some great voice packs. They were very amusing. Okay. You know, back people still played Unreal Tournament. <laughs> Speaking of death and destruction, we should hit the random topic. Uh oh. Okay. What do we got? I rolled ahead of time. How would you catch Roadrunner and no you cannot just shoot it? So we're Wiley Coyote. We're out west, and we have to catch the Roadrunner. A laser beam. <laughs> what What kind of, yeah, what kind of, like, technology? Are we limited to Wiley Coyote technology? Is this just anything? Oh, believe me, Acme could make anything. Have you not seen... Acme could make anything. So, okay. I do, you, up- do you have to catch it or just kill it? I don't know. It's sometimes oh, he tried to question. catch him. Sometimes he tried to kill him by, you know, like, dro- dropping a giant rock on his head or... Right. right. Well, I think the idea is he wanted to eat him, but some of those things would go a little overboard, <laughs> and, and there wouldn't be much left to eat. So, so in this in this instance though we're allowed to completely annihilate the roadrunner sure i think so bunker buster yeah an incredible amount of c4 i would just level the entire southwest yeah (laughs) i would wipe out the entire roadrunner species uh or a a roadrunner specific virus Because you know, there's the times where he would always set out the bird seed, and the roadrunner road would come and eat it. Yeah, it's like it was his own bird seed that you couldn't like trigger the thing fast enough. Yeah, why right. just poison the bird seed? <laughs> the bird seed with arsenic. <laughs> then it probably wouldn't be very tasty. But hey, <laughs> oh man, those were fun cartoons though, because just or, they were or, so off the wall too. It's oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, I'll put a They're, giant rocket on my back, then I'll be get, able to catch him. You get the bird seed and you put it out there. Nothing, no tricks, no nothing. The next time you put the bird seed, you add a little bit of like crushed almond. And then next time you add just a little more of crushed almonds, right? Or rice little, or Alka-Seltzer. Little, no, no, crushed almonds, right? <laughs> Alka-Seltzer. It's, it's perfectly fine. And then eventually you switch from crushed almonds to cyanide. <laughs> Note to self, Dave offers me some sort of almond cookies. Turn them down. <laughs> Speaking of Dave and food, uh, I found out I think all roasted nuts have wheat starch in them. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, I might actually just... not have reactions to wheat. Really? What yeah. the hell was that? What the hell was that crap at PAX then? I don't know. No, I got to. Um, oh, here's a question. Are there any glu- any alternatives to breadcrumbs that you can eat that are like similar in gluten free breadcrumbs? I mean, do they have those? <laughs> you can buy gluten free bread. So they. Sh- OK, good. Because, uh, yeah, Spook makes all his burgers with breadcrumbs in them. <laughs> so we need to make sure we don't kill you. Yeah. I. You know, just give me some ground beef. I can make a pretty good burger. I mean, he can make the burgers without breadcrumbs in them. It's just it's yeah, you know, actually uh, what's better than breadcrumbs. Don't tell us. I said that, but uh Chopped onions. Yes. I think he puts that in too. Okay, good. The breadcrumbs are there to absorb... Uh, Moisture and juice. Right, to keep it juicy. So, like, his burgers don't lose weight when they cook. Right. It's They're amazing. But, uh, you know, I can afford to lose some of the grease. That's fine. Yeah, we'll work it out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so... Our burgers are so easy. You just buy it and you buy the, the pound of beef. You break it in half, put another half in the freezer, break that in half, two quarter pounders, some garlic powder, some onion powder, and some salt and pepper. They're simple, yeah. but they're tasty. Yeah, Spook's burgers are... Are a little more complex. Um, most of them involve, you know, vegetables inside the burger and cheese in the middle. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. No, I'm going to eat well this packs. Very well. This is why we're staying at the Homewood with the kitchen. Yeah. He made burgers last year in the bathroom, on the bathroom counter of our of our hotel room uh, at, the, at the Hyatt. I remember year. that. Oh, it's man, the bathroom smelled amazing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we had the best smelling bathroom at PAX. 
<laughs> yeah, so that's why we opted for the Homewood, which is just on the other side of Freeway Park. People go, oh, it's too far. It's on the other side of Freeway Park. Freeway Park runs right into the convention center. Yeah, you, yeah. that's how we got from there to um, the hotel we stayed at the first year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We just cut across the park the entire time. They cut it like five, ten minutes off the time. Oh, yeah. Was that, was, was that the, um, did you guys stay at the Crown, the Crown Royal? Yeah, the Crown Royal. Yeah, I stayed there. That was the first year. Well, we all stayed oh. there. No, Crown Plaza. Yeah. Crown Royal is whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> Which you buy at the booze barn. <laughs> Which I did have at the Crown at the Crown Plaza. But uh women's always so cheap at the booze barn. It's like eighteen dollars for a fifth. How can you pass that up? Uh, uh, but yeah, but no, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was such a brutal walk up that hill. I didn't know about Freeway Park uh, way until like Sunday that year. Yeah, I was walking up and down straight across. Yeah, because you'd walk, you'd walk down the hill and then get in the building and take the escalators back up the hill, basically. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then you suddenly realize, wait a second, those doors lead out to the park. That's the same park that we just passed walking down the hill. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Took me forever to figure that one out. But yeah, um, but yeah, this is like on the other side, um, in the other direction, but through Freeway Park. And there's because I guess all the Homewood uh, suites used to be apartment buildings, like everywhere, uh, supposedly. So this one used to be an apartment building, and actually some of the rooms have balconies. So I need to like call them up and see about getting one of those because I don't know if all of, I don't think all of them have a balcony. Mm. But it would be very nice. I do enjoy a balcony. Uh, but yes, yes, we're going to eat very well. <laughs> very, very well. And very cheap. <laughs> Yay, cheap and good food. Right. Instead of spending, uh, you know. Although I do plan on going at least once to uh, 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 P.F. Chang's. Mm. Dave, yeah, we I have mean, to I'm... hit that salami place again, too. Oh, God. Mo, you got to come with me on Friday. Yeah. Friday morning. Oh, you're okay. stopping Friday morning? Well, well I gotta Friday early afternoon. Okay, I got to check times on that because I have, uh, there's a panel like at, I think, 1030 no, on Friday. Yeah. Well, no, not on Friday. It, I think at like four. Four. Yeah, we, could, we can hit that up. Um, God, yeah. What else do I got? There's so much. The pack schedule, that pack schedule came out and there are two panels I want to see back to back. And one of them is like in the theater in the Sheridan (laughs) and the other one's in the convention center. Make it back to back. That's fine. Huh? So you just, you'll miss like the first five minutes. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Like things start on time anyways. Yeah. The nice thing, because all of the panels that I want to see other than like the main big stuff, are all, like, around the same subject of community management. So they can't actually overlap them because a lot of the times the same people have to be on multiple panels. So I get, I get out lucky that way that none of them actually overlap. Mm-hmm. But they do run – those two do run very close together. Uh, but yes, for the people who aren't aware, the PAC schedule is out and live – and still subject to a few updates and changes, but for the most part is, uh, yeah, what you see is what you got. Um, and if stuff you don't see stuff you know is going to be there on the schedule, on, on the pack site, check the schedule grid, because they may not have just gotten the uh, panel description in yet. So for all of you out there panicking that your favorite uh, people who said they were going to have a panel and you don't see it on the description, look they at the schedule grid, because it's probably still there. Yes. Also, if you're still not sure, just email the people, you know, website, podcast, whoever's doing a panel that you know they're doing a panel, just email them and ask them, hey, I hear you're doing a panel. Uh, do you know when it is? Because... All the panelists know when their panels are, so yeah. they should be willing to tell you because they want you to be there. <laughs> All right, Mo, before you go, yeah. what website do you want to plug? Oh, what website to plug? I don't have a website to plug at this time. What? <laughs> Dude, my, my, my semester got so busy that I haven't even been able to, to keep a blog together. Fail. <laughs> I know. Fail. <laughs> All right, what's the website I'm for plug- Monday Night Combat? Uberent.com. Um, uh, Yes, uberent.com. It's uh, it's somewhere over arcade. I think it's still in the on, on the spotlight when you turn on your 360. 
Uh, it's be like first thing you see. It's twelve hundred points. Buy it. Uh, I also bought worth it. I also bought the uh, the the theme for my three sixty because nice. I was still using the very very old rock band theme from the old dashboard. <laughs> like, that's how long it's been since I changed the theme on my three sixty. But I had like I had like three hundred and ten points left over, and there's not a whole lot you can do with three hundred and ten. No, no. And there's some indie you games and stuff or something in the future. Well, I had been trying to do that, but the thing is, is I I always come out about ninety points short, and you can't buy ninety points. Yeah. So now I've got like forty points instead of three hundred and ten. So there you go. Thanks, Microsoft, for your incremental sales of points. All right, so I'm actually now going to stop recording because it's okay. going to be a fun one to edit. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Enjoy. Oh, damn you, Mo. <laughs>